Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the entrepreneurial development, the personal development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and above all else to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe and never miss an episode. This week, all week, we are looking at getting six-figure ready. This episode is part one, and the question is, is your business 100K ready? And if it's not, what can you do to get your business to be 100K ready? If you are already doing way more than 100K, or even just around the 100K mark in turnover, you will still get a lot out of today's episode You'll just need to maybe translate it to where you are currently in business yourself. Does this make sense? You might need to do a little bit of work just to translate my message today to where you are currently at your business. The question here is, is your business six-figure ready? Can you do 100K in your business right now? So in other words, if I gave you all the clients that you would want, if I gave you all the business that you want, could you actually do 100K? Because the bottom line is this, if your business model can't handle 100K, then you can't possibly ever achieve 100 grand. So you can get the most out of any business model by approaching it with the best attitude, the best mindset, the best day-to-day actions and day-to-day delivery, the best tactics and strategies, the best goal setting, and the best planning. It will wring the last ounce of opportunity and possibility out of any business model. But the bottom line is really simple. If the business model cannot handle what you want to get out of it, you can never get out of it what you want to get out of it. It's as simple as that. So on Wednesday, we're going to be looking at you personally and asking the question, are you six-figure ready? And what do you need to have in place and do in order to make sure that you are not the limiting factor in your business? The Leveling Up podcast is all about leveling up in business, but it's about you, the business owner, leveling up yourself and also leveling up your business so that it can be what you want it to be. And you have to go on both those journeys. You can level up yourself as an entrepreneur and a business owner, but if you don't level the business up itself, if you don't do what you need to do in the business and you don't create the business that goes to the next level, then it cannot go to the next level. Equally, of course, if you build the perfect business model and you build the perfect business, if you, the business owner, are not doing what you need to do, aren't thinking the way you need to think, aren't perceiving the business landscape or even life and the world as a whole in the way you need to in order to truly step up to the opportunity and the possibility that exists in that business, then of course you're never going to get out of that business what you otherwise could. That's why the Level Up podcast is all about you and your business. In fact, the whole of my business, the Success Groups, Extreme Growth Masterminds, Bigger, Brighter, Bolder as a whole is all about leveling up the entrepreneur so they can level up the business. But we also look at the business as well as the entrepreneur, because if we get you firing all cylinders 
and your business isn't where it needs to be, it cannot deliver what you want. You can be the best business owner, the best entrepreneur in the world. You'll wring the last ounce of possibility out of that business, but it will never be truly successful and certainly not as successful as it otherwise could be. So without any further ado, let's get stuck in and let's ask the question, is your business 100K ready? Now, there is a worksheet that you can download. In fact, there's a worksheet you can download for both. This one is your business 100K ready and the episode we're going to be running on Wednesday, which is are you 100K ready? And I'll make both of those available to you. If you go to the descriptions below, you will find the link that you need in order to get the worksheet that accompanies the content that I'm sharing with you right now. And it's a whole worksheet that basically takes you through step-by-step the content that I'm going to be going through with you right now. So I'll drop that link in the descriptions of this episode. Go and download that worksheet. Listen to this audio right now, but go and download that worksheet and really take time to answer the questions I'm sharing with you right now. Because as we embark upon the new year, as part of your goals, it's very possible that you will need to bring some goals in around leveling up your business in terms of its business model and around maybe how you deliver within that business model, but also around you as the entrepreneur. You may need to start looking at what you need to be working on this year in order to level yourself up as the business owner. And this week's theme is going to help you do exactly that and the worksheets are going to really spell that out for you and make it a lot easier for you to nail down what it is you need to be changing in 2020 in order to make sure that you can take your business where you want to get it to and for the purposes of today and this week we're using the theme of six figures 100k can you build a 100k business can you get your business to hit 100k this year in 2020. I'm going to tell you now, you almost certainly can, but you may need to make some changes and that's what we want to look at. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions. If you're listening in the car and that, try and keep up and do it in your head. If you're listening in the gym, try and keep up and do it in your head. If you're sitting somewhere where you can get a pen out and some paper out, then definitely do that. I would advise that. Um, Either way, definitely download that worksheet that I'll put the link in the descriptions and go through it fully later. But here we are right now. The first question is really simple. You only have a certain amount of time to work within your business and deliver the products and services that you do. So the question is, can you, even if you were working flat out in your business, could you hit 100K? So if your business was as successful as your business could be, given its exact model that it is running right now, without making any changes, could it hit 100K? So we first of all have to understand, we only have a certain amount of hours, and therefore we need to work out how many hours we have available to deliver our service, deliver our products, and therefore that will dictate, given the products that we have, how much money we can make in our business, okay? So the first thing I want you to think about is how much time do you need to give to everything else in your business and life that isn't delivery, that isn't being charged out? So let's say, for example, you're a coach. And of course, if you're a coach, you're only earning when you're in front of a client. And let's say you charge £100 per hour for your coaching. So therefore, for every hour that you're free and available 
to be in front of a client, whether that's face-to-face, personally, or whether it's over Skype or over a telephone call. But basically, for every hour you are in front of a client, you're getting £100 per hour. But obviously, no one's paying you to do your marketing. No one's paying you to do your admin. No one's paying you to do your sales activity. No one's paying you to sleep or hang out with your kids. You're only getting paid when you are in front of the client delivering the service that they're paying for. And the amount of time that you have available to do that is going to dictate how much money your business can earn given what you're doing and how much you're charging for it right now. So I want you to think for a moment, we want to look at how many hours per week that you have available to deliver in front of clients. And the way you work that out is you have to remove everything else. Now, what we're looking at here is not necessarily the ideal model or the perfect model. This isn't you thinking, okay, I want to work two days a week from 10 till four and I want to have eight weeks a year off on holiday. No, this is working out. Where does your business model max out? So at the moment, it doesn't matter whether you're doing 10, 20, 30, 40, and you want to know, can your business do 100K, the theme of this week? Or you might be doing quarter of a million or half a million, and you want to know, can your business take you to a million pound plus? For the purpose of this exercise, it doesn't matter. So here we go. First of all, minimums. What's the minimum amount of sleep that you need per day and therefore per week? So don't scrimp on sleep, okay? This has been absolutely debunked now. You do not want to be scrimping on sleep. This idea that was going around of, you know, sleeping four or five hours, maybe six hours and trying to reduce the amount you sleep so you had more waking hours to work, absolutely, completely and utterly medically been proven to be counterproductive. You absolutely are less productive. You're less efficient. You're less effective. You're going to die younger. You're going to have more illness. You're going to have less emotional stability. You'll be less creative, less inventive. So it is an absolute mugs game to be thinking, right, I'm going to do four hours. I get myself down to four hours a night. I'll have six hours at a weekend. No, the chances are, in fact, it's been medically proven you will be less productive, less efficient, less effective, and you will be more unhealthy and you will die. Maybe not immediately, probably not immediately, but definitely younger than you otherwise would do. So the question is, how much do you need? Most people, just so you know, typically maybe seven hours is a minimum you might be able to get away with. Um, some people, you you know you need seven and a half hours, eight hours in bed, maybe nine hours in bed in order to be fully functioning. So there is no right and wrong on this, but really ask yourself, okay, what's the minimum hours you need in bed? So if you want seven hours of sleep, if you've got a Fitbit like I have or some other kind of measurement device that measures the quality of your sleep, you'll realize that actually being in bed for eight hours doesn't come close to getting you eight hours of sleep. In fact, even being asleep for eight hours doesn't give you eight hours of sleep. You realize that actually maybe for me, about an hour every night, my Fitbit shows that I'm awake, right? Whether it's wide awake, nipping to the loo in the middle of the night, or whether it's just, you know, restless, typically about an hour a night, I know that I'm not asleep, even though I don't necessarily remember that, I think I'm asleep. Fitbit tells me otherwise. So I know that if I want seven hours of sleep, I actually need to be in bed for eight hours at least. And if you wanted seven and a half hours sleep, you'd need to be in bed for probably eight and a half hours at least. And if you wanted eight hours of sleep, guess what? At least nine hours or more, you'd want to be in bed. So first and foremost, this first question is not about shrinking down the amount of sleep time. 
It's just working out what's the minimum amount that you need in order to be fully functioning, to be healthy. If it's seven hours, you need eight hours in bed. If it's eight hours, you need nine hours in bed. If it's nine hours, you need 10 hours in bed. But the minimum part is how much mucking about do you do around that? So in other words, you know, do you come up to bed and read a book for half an hour? Do you come up to bed and, you know, watch TV proven to be very bad for you? But do you come up and watch TV for half an hour, an hour? Do you hang out with your wife, your husband for a bit? In the morning, do you wake up and just bumble around in bed? In You know, do you hang out? Do you, I don't know, grab your phone, play a game? Do you get caught up on social media? So when I'm talking about sleep time, we're not literally talking just about the hours of sleep. We're talking about the hours you need to be in bed in order to get those sleep hours but also we want to remove all the nonsense around it, okay? Make sense? All the nonsense around it, all the half an hour procrastinating, watching TV or just fucking about on your phone or whatever you get up to, okay? So when I say what's the minimum hours that you need to be asleep and what's the minimum hours that you need to be in bed, that's what we're talking about. You remove all of the other gubbins around it. If you need seven hours of sleep, you need eight hours in bed, that's the minimum and anything on top of that with your phone or just mucking about or even just chatting to your wife and that is detracting from what you could be doing elsewhere. This is not saying you shouldn't be hanging out with your wife, your husband at night. This is not saying you shouldn't be having some pillow talk or whatever else goes on in your bedroom. It's just saying, right, what's the minimum I can do? Because that will show me the maximum my business can deliver. Okay, we can work everything else out from there. Take those hours, multiply them by seven, that gives you your weekly amount of time that is the minimum that you need to be in bed. You're literally going to finish your day, you're going to go to bed, you're going to go to sleep, you're going to stay asleep, you're going to wake up, you're going to get up and get going. The next thing is this, what's the minimum amount of time that your family needs from you? Now, I know I get this. If I say the minimum, you might go into guilt and, you know, you're starting to think that you definitely want to spend six hours a day with them in the evening. This is working out what your business's maximum is. And therefore, we have to look at what a compromised life would look like. You can then work out how much you want to compromise, if you want to compromise, all the changes that need to happen in your business in order to mean that you don't need to compromise in order to still hit your business growth goals. Does this make sense? So don't get too caught up in a minute. We're just looking, what's the minimum that you need to spend with your family? Not what you want to spend, not what you'd ideally like to spend, but what's the minimum you have to spend with your family per week? So during the day, like weekdays, it might be different. So if you've got young children, it would be different than if you had children go to school, which would be different than if you had teenagers or even, you know, children at college or university age at home. The weekends will be slightly different as well, so you need to factor that in. You might have to spend more time with them at the weekend. You might have to spend more time with them during the week, depending on your family, what you do, what other support you have in place. So add that up. How much family time is the minimum, minimum, minimum that you need to spend on your family per week? The next thing is support. Supporting your clients, supporting the business, the support side of what you do. Supporting your clients, supporting your partners in the business. You might have an employee or multiple employees and you need to support them. This could be the technical support that you need to provide to your own business. So this is all of the support that you typically have to spend in order to keep the business moving forward, to keep the business running. 
We're going to talk about other areas of business in a moment. So we're just looking at the support side of things at the moment. How many hours per day do you need to put into support? Some businesses don't need much. Some businesses seem to require a lot. Again, minimum. If you weren't procrastinating, if you weren't, you know, mucking about, messing about, getting caught up in things you shouldn't be, getting caught up in conversations that you shouldn't be, being really efficient and effective with your communications and your time, what's the minimum you need to spend in your business in a week in order to support it? The next category is admin. So there's a bunch of admin that needs to happen. This might also include things like your bookkeeping, your accounts. This could be your paperwork. This also includes putting out proposals or raising invoices. It could also include the banking of that money or just keeping on top of the banking and the finances in your business. This all comes under, for me, admin. Okay, so how much admin does your business require? Again, different businesses require different amounts. But we're looking at the minimum. So again, if you're super efficient, super effective, using your time wisely, only doing the things you need to do when you need to do them. Add those hours up. Typically, per week, what do you need to spend on admin? Minimum. Then it's marketing. So I want you to imagine for a moment that your business is full. Now, I know you might not necessarily know what that looks like 100%, but you know if you're running 20K and you've only got a quarter of the clients that you could service, put your finger in the air and just kind of making that number up for yourself, but kind of best guessing, then you know how much marketing time you're spending now. The question is, what's the minimum amount of time you need to spend in marketing in order to fill your calendar? So in order to fill your diary, in order to fill your workflow. How much marketing do you need to do? It might be a little bit more than what you're doing right now. And again, minimums, okay? This is not all the things you could do or want to do or might do. This is not about sitting around in a coffee shop, spending three hours to do something that you could have done in one. This is the minimum amount of time if you've been super efficient, super effective, only doing the stuff that works, doing it the minimum you need in order to fill your diary or to fill your workflow. How many hours per week do you need to spend on marketing? Okay, next one, sales. So again, you know, this is not necessarily the amount of time you're spending in sales now. It's the amount of time that you need to spend in sales in order to fill your pipeline, in order to fill your diary with clients. How much time do you need to spend on sales? Not the mucking about with sales, not the messing about in terms of like, you know, procrastinating, worrying, being doubtful, fearing, working out what you're going to say. This is how much actual sales time do you need? Now, it might be networking. It might be on the phone. It might be face-to-face. What's the minimum amount of time? If you're being super efficient, super effective, what's the minimum amount of time you'd need to spend in sales per week in order to fill your current business model? Best guess if you can't work it out exactly. So that gives us our minimum amount of commitment to everything outside of doing what we do that actually earns the money in the business. Does this make sense? So I want you now to take all those hours for that week and you need to take those numbers from 168 because 168 hours is what you have per week to utilize. And when you do this, you'll realize 
that you use a lot of hours and this is looking at the minimum. When you add all the procrastination and all the things that crop up that pull you off your agenda, when you look at all those days or those hours where you let yourself off the hook and you're not working fully efficiently and fully effectively, this is you looking at your minimums and I'm willing to bet that there's not a ton of hours left over. So you might end up with 30 hours, 40 hours, maybe 50 hours, I don't know, maybe even 60, depending on your own personal commitments and circumstances. But the chances are, you do not have a ton of hours when you start to remove all these other hours out. What you're left with is your total possible delivery hours. In other words, this is the number of hours that you have available, the maximum, the absolute maximum, given your current model and your current life model and life circumstances to be able to deliver the service, deliver the product that actually makes the money. So once you've got that, we can start to work out how much money your business can make. But before we do that, I want you to do a really quick sense check. So this is the maximum, okay, in a perfect world scenario. Neither you or I live in perfect worlds. Therefore, we need to do kind of like a, a real world sanity check on this. So what I want you to think about is looking at those hours you have left, I want you just to think about a more realistic number. So for example, you might need to do a little bit of a sense check on this. So maybe, for example, you realize that the products and the service that you deliver, you can only deliver between the hours of nine to five. So if your clients are only available between nine to five, then you can still do your marketing activity outside of that nine to five. You can support the business or certainly a lot of it outside that nine to five. However, you might find that there's certain family commitments that need to happen between the hours of nine to five, and therefore you need to take those off. You also might need to acknowledge that your sales activity needs to happen between nine to five as well. So what we're looking at here, of course, with that big number, that's the total possible delivery hours you have, given the fact that you could work your delivery hours into your current schedule around all these other commitments. That means that you could deliver when your clients were available to be delivered to, but you can still fit your sales and your marketing and your family and your admin and support outside of that. So you might need to do a little bit of a sense check on this. You might need to look at overlapping, clashing activities. So you might need to look at the fact that sales need to happen at the same time that you have available for delivering to your clients. And therefore, you might need to make an adjustment on the amount of hours. So do that quickly for me. The worksheet that is available for you, if you go and download that, the link is in the descriptions below. If you download that worksheet, it takes you through every single one of these steps. But do it the best you can with me right now. So the example I've got here in front of me, you know, I worked out that I could do probably 50 hours maximum were the hours that were left over once I took everything else out of the equation. When I did my sense check on this, when I did my sanity check on this, actually it came out of more like 35 hours. So I've got 35 hours that I can deliver my services to my client base once I remove everything else that needs to happen and I look at the overlapping or clashing activities like sales, for example. Once you've got those hours, then you can work out how much you can make because all you need to do then is multiply your average hourly rate to that number of hours. So if you earn on average 50 pound per hour for the service you provide, then you've got 35 hours in my model. I can multiply 
35 hours by 50 pound per hour, and it gives me my total revenue. In this example, it's 1,750 pounds. In other words, the most I could earn is 1,750 pounds if I was delivering every hour that was available to me to deliver my services to my client base. I want you to do the same for yourself. Now, if you don't charge an hourly rate, so let's say, for example, you have services and some of the services you charge out at £100 an hour, some of them you charge out at £35 an hour, you might do some support work, which you do charge for, but that's only £20 an hour. What you need to look at is you need to go back and you might need to spend a bit of time on this. You need to work out how many hours you're spending at each of these rates and then that gives you your average hourly rate. It also gives you a really clear insight into the stuff that you want to be selling more of and potentially the stuff that you want to be outsourcing or getting rid of altogether. Because if you can make £100 an hour at one product or one service and for the same hour there's something else you do that only pays you £25, you can see there's huge scope to maximize your business model by doing less of the £25 stuff and more of the £100 stuff. Even if it costs you £25 an hour to outsource the £25 an hour job to someone else, if it frees you to deliver the £100 per hour stuff, it makes good business sense to do that, assuming you still need to provide the £25 an hour stuff and you can't just get rid of it altogether or say no to that kind of work. So start getting clever with the data you're getting. In my model, it's a fixed rate, okay? £50 per hour for 35 hours per week equals £1,750 per week. Your model may require you to do a little bit more soul searching, a little bit more maths. However, if you are a business where it's not straightforward as that, the chances are there's some massive opportunities in there to give your business opportunity to grow. As I've just said, getting rid of 25 pound jobs and only working on the 100 pound jobs. And then we have to work out is, you know, what's our turnover? What's the most we can turn over in a year? Well, we need to multiply that number by a year. Now, here's the thing. The chances are you can't deliver your services 52 weeks of the year and certainly probably not equally 52 weeks of the year. The chances are you can't deliver on Christmas Day to your clients. If you're a coach, for example, I don't know many coaches that have clients that want to coach on Christmas Day. So we have to remove those out. So for the purposes of my model, I said that I could work for 48 weeks per year. That was taking out a minimum of one week over Christmas where clients just aren't interested to work. Also work on the assumption that for maybe the week before and after Christmas, it's harder getting that work. So therefore, I've kind of taken an extra half a week off of those so the idea is I'm delivering at kind of half levels for those two weeks. I've also worked in there two weeks in the summer because, number one, that's the minimum that I want to take off to be with my kids, but also because realistically my clients are not going to be as fully participating in their coaching with me all summer long because they have holidays even if I don't. So in my model, I've worked out that I can do 48 weeks at £1,750 per week, which gives me a maximum total revenue of £84,000 per year. In other words, given the model that I'm using purely as an example for you right now, given that business model, the most that my business could ever make is £84,000. And that's working the assumption that I'm minimalizing everything. I'm being as efficient, as effective as I can be. I'm making sacrifices 
I'm making compromises to my personal life, maybe even my business life as well. And even if I do all of that and I'm full with clients and I'm working every minute I possibly can to deliver my products to my clients, I can only make 84,000 pounds per year. Therefore, if I want to hit 100K or more, I'll never do it. Even if I'm really efficient, really effective with all my planning and my goals and my strategy and my tactics, I'm never going to do more than 84 grand this year. What's the maximum that you can do this year in revenue? What's the most you can do in revenue this year? 50K, 60K, 100K, 80K, 200 grand, I don't know. And just because your model could do 84, doesn't mean you are doing 84. It's possible in my current model, I'm only doing 25 grand a year. But at least I know I can do 84 grand a year if I get everything else right. But if I'm running at 60 grand a year and my model maxes out at 84 grand a year, that doesn't give me a ton of growth. And of course, that growth between 60 grand and 84 grand on this current model is going to come at quite a sacrifice. Because the closer I get to 84, the more I'm having to make those compromises that I said earlier, and the more I'm going to have to be really restrictive on those minimums. The more I'm going to have to be really committed to those minimums, which means I'm making more sacrifices and more compromises. So the question is, how much scope do you have? How far between where you are right now and where your business model maxes out, that will determine how much sacrifice and commitment and compromise that you're going to have to make in order to get closer to the maximum your business model can. In an ideal world, your business model should have a decent amount of scope for growth. So if you're running 25 grand, and even in my model, where there's 84 grand left in the model, that's a decent amount of scope for growth. In other words, long before I have to make those really strict compromises that we're talking about here. If my business model allows me to do 200 grand and I'm doing 70, 80,000, same thing. There's lots of room for growth. If I was a million pound business and my model had two million pounds in it, that's plenty of room for growth. So where does your business model max out? Is there room for growth? Are you going to have to kill yourself in order to hit 100 grand this year or even to hit close to where you want to get to this year? This week's theme is all about 100K. So we're talking about is your business 100K ready? If you're doing more than 100K already, just apply the thinking that I'm sharing now to your business. To conclude this episode, let's have a little look at what your business can achieve and what that might mean for you and your business moving forward. If your business model maxed out at between 0 and 50K, unless you're just starting out, you probably urgently need to revise your business model. You need to look at what you're doing, who you're doing it for, the prices you're charging, how you're delivering it. You need to look at your business and your model urgently. If you're just starting out and there's 50K in the model, that's probably okay to get started with. As your business starts to build momentum, you'll want to quickly upgrade your business model. Otherwise, very quickly, you'll be working all the hours God sends you to be making what I would call a very minimalist return in your business. If you scored between 50 and 80K in turnover, again, if you're in the early stages of your business, starting out, or maybe you're just in the early phase, the first year or so where you're starting to build some momentum and you're only doing 25 grand or 30 grand, then the chances are your business model is not going to hold you up from still some relatively significant growth. Obviously, you're never going to hit 100K on this model, but 
you've got some decent scope there to grow. You want to have in the back of your mind an upgrade ready. So you might not need to do it right now. You might not need to change anything right now, but you probably want to be thinking about what the next version of your business might look like. If you scored between 80 and 90,000 pounds, okay, it's possible that you can squeeze the last ounce out of your business model and you'll get close to 100K, right? You know, 80 to 90K, you're getting there, you're not doing too bad. However, you're probably gonna have to wring the life out of yourself and make some real substantial sacrifices in order to get to that number, okay? To get anywhere near 100K, you're gonna have to wring the life out of your business model, you have to wring the life out of yourself and make those sacrifices. If you're running 30, 40, 50K and your model can do 90K, again, there's no urgency right now, but you're gonna wanna have in the back of your mind some stuff ready to start to implement and you might even start doing some project work, longer term implementation, that means that you don't get bogged down. In other words, as you start to hit 50, 60K, you wanna start implementing the next version of your model that can get you to beyond the 80, 90K that is currently your maximum. So here we go, if your model can hit 100K, the question was, is your business 100K ready? If you can hit about 100K, I'm here to say to you, yes, you can, but realistically, in the real world, you won't. So of course, if we're looking at all the things that crop up, the eventualities that we don't foresee, the off days, the sick days, things not going our way, you know, clients not doing what we want them to do and needing them to do, you know, dropping the ball occasionally, whatever might happen, right? Which you will definitely do but away if you're wringing the life out of your modeling yourself, you will start to drop the ball. So even if your model can hit 100K, I'm here to tell you now, the chances are you won't because you need scope in your business beyond 100K to hit 100K. And even if you do hit that 100K, it's gonna come at a heavy price. The sacrifices, the compromises, they're gonna be pretty big to hit the maximum your business can hit as a maximum. So this one is this, 100 to 200K. Anywhere within that scale, you've got a good business model to hit 100 grand. My general rule of thumb is that if you want to achieve 100K in business, in turnover, in any year, your model probably needs to have about 150 in it, okay? If your model can do 120, you can still do 100, but in real world terms, you're probably going to have to make some sacrifices that you don't necessarily want to make. You're probably going to have to work a little bit harder than you need to and probably want to. If your business model can do 150K, you're in good shape. 200K, you're in great shape. There's lots of scope there. So you can hit 100K. You don't have to change your model. You don't have to change anything. You can hit 100K comfortably. You're going to hit 100K. You're going to be running, you know, at 50, 60, 70, 80% maximum, which means that you'll still have the energy you need in order to shift gears, change gears, so that you can put in the next version of your business model that can take you, say, to a quarter of a million, half a million and beyond. If your business model has millions in it, there is a risk that you're running a business model way too big for where you are right now. And I've seen business owners that are running 50K businesses trying to implement one million pound business models. And the truth is that business model, it's too big a gear, it's too big a cog, and you get bogged down, and the analogy I use, sharing this whole gearing and everything else, 
is like trying to, to pull out of a parking space in fifth gear. Your engine gets bogged down. Or trying to, you know, drive at 20 miles an hour in sixth gear or seventh gear or eighth gear, depending on how many gears your car's got, you're going to get bogged down. You want your business model to fly. And to fly, it means you need to be in the right gear for the right conditions. I will certainly be doing an episode on this content. It's a fundamental perception of your business, which is, you know, if you're running 100K and your business model can only hit 100 or just over 100K, then you are obviously thrashing the hell out of the engine that is your business model and probably your own personal engine, which is your energy levels and your health and everything else. So you don't need and you probably don't want a million pound model if you are a typical business running 50K. Use your own knowledge of your industry. Use your knowledge of what you're trying to achieve in your business. If you're fast-tracking a business to a million and you've got a ton of collateral behind you or investment funds and whatever else it might be that you need in order to rapidly take a, a business to a million pounds, then of course, apply this in that way. In other words, if you want to hit a million pound this year, you probably want to have a model that can take you to a million and a half. However, for most of you, a million pound model is going to bog you down, slow you down. It's going to get in the way of you actually hitting 100K. So I'm going to leave it there for today. A long episode. I'm going to call it a session. It's a workshop, actually. This is content that I roll out to my members and to other business owners and entrepreneurs to get them to really understand where their business models max out so they can make the necessary changes in their business models, hopefully ahead of time before it becomes mission critical or crisis in their business so that they can have that fluid, fast growth to 100K and then beyond. Quarter million, half million, a million and onwards and upwards. Don't forget, there's a worksheet that you can download that goes along with this content. So if you were just doing this in your head and you wanna do it more thoroughly, go and download that worksheet. I'll put the link in the descriptions. Even if you did this on a piece of paper, I still encourage you to go and get that worksheet because it does take you through the whole process again, but also there's some extra little bits and pieces in there to help you progress your business growth hopefully where you want to take it which if you're under 100k has got to be 100 grand or more if you really are committed to taking your business to 100 grand or more in the next 12 months or less I have created the six-figure fast track, specifically designed with service-based businesses in mind that are currently doing five figures. That might be 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 or 60,000 in revenue. But for whatever reason, you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover. You want to know what's it going to take to hit 100K in the next 12 months or less. In other words, what's it going to take to hit 100K in 2020? Go and devour that content. It's a masterclass. It's a webinar. It's available to you completely free of charge. I'm absolutely committed to helping small business owners create the success that they want in their business. And it starts by breaking that first 100K. Once you've hit 100K, opportunities open, possibility opens up. You can start to create the lifestyle business that you want to create. You can start to create maybe that empire that you want to build. But before you can build the empire, before you can make the millions, you have to make the hundred. So if you want to take your business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less, get yourself on the six-figure fast track. You can go and find that on our website, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash 
fast track. I'll put that link in the descriptions as well. Go and devour that content. I'll see you on Wednesday when we ask the question, are you six figure ready? And are you able to take your business to six figures, even if your business can do 100K? I'll see you on Wednesday. Go and check out the Six Figure Fast Track. I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.